Well, good morning, Covenant Network. Here we are on another Friday morning. Time for another Roadmap Roundup here on Roadmap to Heaven. I'm Adam Wright, joined in studio this morning by Gabe Jones and Dan Vonderhaar and the always wonderful Angela Miller. We've got a lot to get to today, so first, let's start our day in prayer. Um, you know, we, we always pray the morning offering, but today I thought in anticipation of All Saints Day coming up on Monday, we could pray the litany of the saints together as well. So let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. We pray together the litany of the saints. Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, Lord have, have mercy, mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, hear us. Christ, graciously hear us. God, the Father of heaven, have mercy on us. God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy on us. God, the Holy Spirit, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. Holy Mary, pray for us. Holy Mother of God, pray for us. Holy Virgin of Virgins, pray for us. Saint Michael, pray for us. Saint Gabriel, pray for us. Saint Raphael, pray for us. All you holy angels and archangels, pray for us. Saint John the Baptist, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. All you holy patriarchs. And prophets, pray for us. Saint Peter, pray for us. Saint Paul, pray for us. Saint Andrew, pray for us. Saint James, pray for us. Saint John, pray for us. Saint James, pray for us. Saint Thomas, pray for us. Saint Philip, pray for us. Saint Bartholomew, pray for us. Saint Matthew, pray for us. Saint Simon, pray for us. Saint Jude, pray for us. Saint Matthias, pray for us. Saint Barnabas, pray for us. Saint Luke, pray for us. Saint Mark. Pray for us. All you holy apostles and evangelists. Pray for us. All you holy disciples of the Lord. Pray for us. All you holy innocents. Pray for us. Saint Stephen. Pray for us. Saint Lawrence. Pray for us. Saint Vincent. Pray for us. Saint Fabian and Sebastian. Pray for us. Saint John and Paul. Pray for us. Saints Cosmas and Damian. Pray for us. All you holy martyrs. Pray for us. Saint Sylvester. Pray for us. Saint Gregory. Pray for us. Saint Ambrose. Pray for us. Saint Augustine. Pray for us. Saint Jerome. Pray for us. Saint Martin. Pray for us. Saint Nicholas. Pray for us. All you holy bishops and confessors. Pray for us. All you holy doctors. Pray for us. Saint Anthony. Pray for us. Saint Benedict. Pray for us. Saint Bernard. Pray for us. Saint Dominic. Pray for us. Saint Francis. Pray for us. All you holy priests and Levites. Pray for us. All you holy monks and hermits. Pray for us. Saint Mary Magdalene. Pray for us. Saint Agatha. Pray for us. Saint Lucy. Pray for us. Saint Agnes. Pray for us. Saint Cecilia. Pray for us. Saint Anastasia. Pray for us. Saint Catherine. Pray for us. Saint Claire. Pray for us. All you holy virgins and widows. Pray for us. All you holy saints of God. Pray for us. Lord, be merciful. Lord, save your people. From all evil. Lord, save your people. From all sin. Lord, save your people. From your wrath. Lord, save your people. From a sudden and unprovided death. Lord, save your people. From the snares of the devil. 
Lord, save your people. From anger, hatred, and all ill will. Lord, save your people. From the spirit of uncleanness. Lord, save your people. From lightning and tempest. Lord, save your people. From the scourge of earthquake. Lord, save your people. From plague, famine, and war. Lord, save your people. From everlasting death. Lord, save your people. By the mystery of your holy incarnation. Lord, save your people. By your coming. Lord, save your people. By your birth. Lord, save your people. By your baptism and holy fasting. Lord, save your people. By your cross and passion. Lord, save your people. By your death and burial. Lord, save your people. By your holy resurrection. Lord, save your people. By your wonderful ascension. Lord, save your people. By the coming of the Holy Spirit. Lord, save your people. On the day of judgment. Lord, save your people. Be merciful to us sinners. Lord, hear our prayer. That you will spare us. Lord, hear our prayer. That you will pardon us. Lord, hear our prayer. That it may please you to bring us to true penance. Lord, hear our prayer. Guide and protect your holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Preserve in holy religion the Pope and all those in holy orders. Lord, hear our prayer. Humble the enemies of thy holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Give peace and unity to the whole Christian people. Lord, hear our prayer. Bring back to the unity of the church all those who are strained and bring all unbelievers to the light of the gospel. Lord, hear our prayer. Strengthen and preserve us in your holy service. Lord, hear our prayer. Raise our minds to desire the things of heaven. Lord, hear our prayer. Reward all our benefactors with eternal blessings. Lord, hear our prayer. Deliver our souls from eternal damnation and the souls of our brethren, relatives, and benefactors. Lord, hear our prayer. Give and preserve the fruits of the earth. Lord, hear our prayer. Grant eternal rest to all the faithful departed. Lord, hear our prayer. That it may please you to hear and heed us, Jesus, Son of the living God. Lord, hear our prayer. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, spare us, O Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, graciously hear us, O Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Christ, hear us. Christ, graciously hear us. Lord Jesus, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, hear our prayer. Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God in the name of the Father and of the the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Yeah. So, amen. Exactly. Right. That's amen. what a great prayer. You know, that was awesome. That was absolutely fantastic. All the different things we've asked for. You know, so often we think, oh, the litany of the saints. We're just going to ask the saints to pray for us. And then, of course, in her wisdom, Holy Mother Church gives us all these great intentions and the formula of this prayer. Although, you know, it's one of those things you have to be careful. You have to be ready for. You can't just go on autopilot. And uh, I got a little changing responses or no, no, (laughs) because when we were going through the apostles, you know, St. Andrew, pray for us. St. James, pray for us. St. John, pray for us. St. Thomas, pray for us. St. James, wait, we just, we wait, there were two. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And the this doesn't the make the distinction, the greater and the less, because in God's eyes, they're both equal, I suppose. Mm. I thought I thought one was tall, one was short. That, you know, that's what I learned. I was like, what made St. James the greater, greater? He was taller. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's be like, really be like me, like Gabriel the, the greater. If, if there were two Gabes here at the Roadmap Roundup, <laughs> there'd be Gabe the, the greater and, and Gabe the less. But really, that would just be Gabe the taller and Gabe the shorter. Yeah, and I right. would be the greater. Yeah, you think? <laughs> you don't know. My grandfather went to school with the Alton Giant, Robert Wadlow. Well, that's okay. And, that's true. Uh, that's true. So you, you don't know. The <laughs> other thing is, you know, you have to. It, it fascinates me every time because when you're when you're leading it, there's like this pressure to say the saints' names correctly. Now, James, mm. that's great. But like today, I said, I said Raphael, and I'm yeah. like, 
Oh, it could be Raphael. It could be Raphael. It depends yeah. on what part of the world you're from. You, you said know. Bernard, too. I did say Bernard. Oh, I Bernard. Say only caught the Bernard one. Some yeah. people say Bernard. I say yeah. Bernard. I say Bernard. Augustine or Augustine? Oh, there is only one Francis answer. Francis or Francis? No, no, no. <laughs> now you're getting us into the weeds here, Gabe Jones. Well, this also, is the whole candy corn discussion. All no, we're not going oh, into that. Here's, here's the first question of the day. You know, we pray this litany of the saints, one, because it's efficacious and we need to pray. We need we need grace. But two, uh, it, it helps us get in touch with all of the, the saints and our patron saints. And uh, I'm just curious, Dan Vonderhaar, who is uh, – y- you have your board of directors. Yes, I do. Who's the patron saint on your board of directors? Wow, that's – well, okay, no one's ever asked me that question. Uh, I would say, uh, to answer that in maybe a slightly different way, uh, the captain of the team mm. is – No, captain, is, my captain. Is clearly Mary, right? Yes. You know, she, she's yeah. captaining the ship, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but I would say, you know, my starting pitcher uh, is St. Joseph. Mm. Um, and that And that comes from – uh, you know, the wonderful Catholic traditions we all have in our families, right? And, and and I would just encourage anyone who's listening, if you haven't created traditions in your own family uh, around our faith, do it. You know, we all uh, got uh, statues every time we had a sacrament, you know. So, you know, we already had one from our baptism and our first confession and, um, mm. and on and on. So, of course, you know, six kids, there's statues everywhere. Cool. But my mother's a huge, huge huge St. Joseph fan, and that's where that comes from. You know, you just made me think of something with, with statues. As I was driving, and I, I got up extra early this morning because I wanted to go get some good old gas station coffee. I love gas station coffee. <laughs> and as I'm driving, everybody's got their, their Halloween inflatables up, and there was probably one I saw that was, you know, 12, 16 feet tall. It was a, it was a ghost with LEDs on the inside, and I was just thinking to myself, I wonder if somewhere I could get made, or if someone sells, I probably have to get it made, a like 16-foot-tall inflatable of St. Michael the Archangel, Mm. and then like a big yard sign that says in Latin, who is like unto God? And I'm going to put that out at Halloween. (laughs) Well, and you should make sure you have the, the, the devil, the serpent underneath him that he's crushing. That'd be a great Halloween decoration. Yeah, I might. Put that up. You Man. know what I might have time to do is That'd go get go get a, a rubber snake or something and then put it under our statue of Mary yeah. in the in the front garden. But we'd go there. I'm 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 getting what you're putting down. I'm, All right. Yeah. If any of you listeners out there happen to make giant inflatables, <laughs> give me a call here at the studio. <laughs> hey, before we get too far off the off the tracks here or off the trail, uh, let's go get a check of the weather today. We're going to talk about a lot of things today. We're going to talk about saints. We're going to talk about uh, souls. We're going to talk about death and preparing for death. All that and more on the Roadmap Roundup. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after the weather. This huge upper level low pressure system is still here today and won't really lift out until tomorrow afternoon. That means breezy, more showers and a high 55 today, maybe. And showers continue tonight with a low of 50. Then in the afternoon on Saturday, the sun returns with a high of 60 degrees. And we get a full day of sun on Halloween with mostly sunny skies and a high near 60 degrees. Today is the feast day of St. Felicia, who was a martyr, and St. Narcissus, of Jerusalem. Born near the start of the second century, Narcissus was the bishop of Jerusalem, but at a time when it was only the Jews and Christians who called the city by that name. After the Roman destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD, the Romans rebuilt and renamed the city, calling it Alia Capitolina, a name they retained for 600 years. Narcissus became bishop at an advanced age and a dangerous time. Many of his predecessors had been martyred. 
He was admired for his faith and holiness, but there were those critical of his strict adherence to church discipline. Narcissus was known for many miracles, including turning water into oil for use in church lamps on Holy Saturday after the deacons forgot to provide the needed oil. At one point, he left and went into seclusion, leaving many to believe he'd retired, but in his absence, there were several successors. He did return at a more advanced age and with the help of an assistant, once again led the Christians in Jerusalem. In 196, he helped produce a decree that moved Easter to be celebrated on a Sunday rather than the Jewish Passover. Saint Narcissus, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day. We are back. You are listening to the Roadmap to Heaven Roadmap Roundup on Friday morning. It is the fastest 60 minutes in all of Christendom. And uh, Dan Vonderhaar, Angela Miller, Gabe Jones are with me here in studio this morning. Um, you know, it, it's the World Series, which I've kind of forgotten about because my beloved Cardinals are not in it. Uh, Same. Go, that, Bra- go that Braves. Did start already? Yeah, it started Tuesday. Oh. started Tuesday. You know, yesterday was the 10th anniversary of the Cardinals winning I, I in 2011. I did see that. I did right? see that. And uh, Father Zach Egger put a nice reminder about that out mm-hmm. there. And I remember where I was. I was at uh, Father Purcell's rectory watching with him and some friends. And Chris Carpenter was just like, all right, we're not messing around. I'm just, we're, we're, we're going to shut them down. We're going to get through this game. And it was, you could tell by the third inning, this, it was done. It, you know, the Cardinals were going to win, right? Now, I, I mentioned that because one of my favorite things about the Cardinals in, in non-COVID years is, especially at spring training, they bring back all of the Cardinal legends to uh, spring training. And as they bring these young players up that are in the development system, the, the farm system, as they say, Dan Vonderhaar, um, they've got all these great voices of wisdom and experience to say, hey, mm. you might want to try this, or hey, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And I was thinking, you know, the saints, we have that, you know, not just among the living in our church. The, you know, I, I think of those elderly parishioners that have such great wisdom because they've been through everything I'm going through in their own way, and they could say, oh, Adam, you might want might want to try this, or you might not want to here do take that. this prayer card. <laughs> this know? will do. This will fix everything. No, they don't say that. They say, amend your life and be free of sin. Go, go and sin no more. That's what they say. I've got, what parish are you going to if they say that? So anyway, I, I'm curious. So we've got the saints that, again, they don't say, here, I'm a saint. Take my prayer card and go and play, pray this. They say, you know, like St. Louis de Montfort recently, hey, worm food. Go amend your life and be mm-hmm. holy. Gabe, what's one of your favorite saints or, or teachings from one of the saints? Well, I mean, I've mentioned before, St. Ignatius of Loyola is my, my dude. I mean, just talk about uh, the passion, the intensity, right, of Ignatian spirituality when you get down to it you know, and you dig into the spiritual exercises, man. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, we, we are created to know, love, and serve our Lord. Like, that's, that's it. There is nothing else, right? Like, uh, I think it's, what, what, how does he say it? We are created to... No love and serve our Lord and thereby save our soul. That's like at the beginning of the spiritual exercises. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Your mission like he just should gets, you choose to accept yeah, it. Like that's how that's St. Ignatius of Loyola, man. Like he's a soldier and he just got that intensity. And like one of the first things he talks about the standard. You can choose the standard of Christ or the standard of the devil. Which one do you want to choose? Mm. All right. Well, I know which <laughs> okay. one I want to choose. Yeah. Uh, speaking of names you can pronounce differently depending on what part of the world you're in, Angela or Angela. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, we were, if we were going to Germany. Um, yes. 
Yeah. Well, favorite saint or teaching of a saint? Yes. Yeah, so um, I have so many, but I was thinking about it and I just, um, St. Monica has done a lot of good for me. Um, I have a lot of friends that um, are probably a little more wayward than they should be and um, a lot of fears about their soul. And I think of Monica and her persistence in prayer. Um, and so thinking of the greatness that came out of um, her prayer from the saint of her son, St. Augustine, um, and just knowing that it might take me years and years and years of prayer for a particular person, but um, God can do great things for their soul. Okay. So. Daniel, we kind of covered yours with your board of directors. We, but We did. What's the favorite teaching of a saint you have? Yeah, I'm, I'm going back to Gabe here. Um, huge fan. Of He's not a saint yet. Hopefully. Yeah, don't, don't, don't lift me up yet. Hopefully one day, but not yet. Uh, the whole concept of, of healthy detachment, right, in Ignatian, yeah, Ignatian spirituality, just can, if you allow it to permeate your whole life, you know, start, of course, in your spiritual life, but let that concept come into your workplace. Let that concept, you know, come into every facet of your life and you will find yourself making better decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that, and and the, you mentioned St. Ignatius as teaching that, but so many other saints teach it just in maybe different variations, right? Different ways of saying it. So, yeah. yeah. I want to give a shout out today uh, because I have a favorite saint. I talk about him all the time, St. Philip Neri. In fact, the other day in my Facebook memories was Trunk or Treat at, at Our Lady of Sorrows where I dressed as St. Philip and had the uh, the oratorian style uh, cassock with the, the – think of an Oxford shirt collar popped out over the, the collar of the cassock instead of the traditional Roman collar. And uh, I, had I been thinking, I would have shaved off half of my beard. Have I, t- have I told yes, you this story? Yes, yeah, yeah, so I'm not going to bore you with that. Um, good story, though. It is a good story. But, you know, I want to give a shout-out to the underdog saints and companions. You know, mm. those are some of my favorite saints. You know, because you, you, you know, I would be happy to be in companions. Like, I just want to get to heaven. I don't care if it's a St. Adam or St. Gabe Jones in companions. As long as I get there, that that's all I'm I'm hoping for. And, I mean, you look at the, the in companions usually, and I think of... I think of like the North American martyrs, and and we hear Saint Isaac Jogues, Saint John de Brebeuf, uh, and companions, right? Mm-hmm. And hey, that's good enough for me because they were one hundred percent on board with the mission to the point of giving their lives for their faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you know, I kind of make it my my purpose whenever we have the feast day of Saint and companions. Um, let's let's find out who the other guys were or yeah. gals. Um, the other one, and I, I can't remember if they've been beatified, canonized or not, but the uh, the sisters, I want to say they are because Mike Roberts has talked about them in the weather, that during the, the French Revolution, oh, yeah. they were led to the guillotine mm-hmm. and they all went to Mother Superior as they, they're getting ready to go up to the steps to have their head cut off. You know, like they're going to die. And Mother, may I have permission to die for the faith? And wow. The, 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 the Mother Abbess, yes, you may have permission. And they sang. Um, I forget what movie it is. There's a movie that beautifully mm-hmm. depicts this. And I'm like, I, you know, that's a goal for me in life. When you talk about, are you, are you going to be on choosing God? What, what is it that St. Ignatius said? What, what's, what standard? What standard? Choose you know? your standard. You know, it, it, that is what I want. I want that joy that no one might ever know my name. But at the hour of death, I would just joyfully be singing praise mm. to our Lord and and forget the world because there's a whole life to come, and that's what I'm more concerned yeah. about. Yeah, much yeah. better. 
What about an obscure saint? Does anybody have a favorite I obscure? Do. Oh, you do. So in my, you're talking about family traditions. Um, my family growing up took on St. Anthony as a patron of our family. Um, and so when I got married, I wanted to take on a patron as our of our future family as well. And I really was struck by uh, Blessed Carl of Austria, but also his wife, Venerable Zita. Um, and so Zita, for me, is just a really great example of a holy wife and mother that dealt with a lot of suffering throughout their lives um, and remained faithful and led her family when her husband was in exile. Um, so that's some someone that I really admire and look up to and want to be like. Yeah, oh. she's gonna win okay. the obscure award. Yeah, yeah. Zita. Me. Yeah, there you go, Zita. You know, here's what I love though about our, our Catholic culture right now, and this is what I want to encourage you. If you are listening and you're like, I have an obscure saint that no one's heard about, well, spread devotion to that saint mm-hmm. because I mean, think of Louis and Zelie Martin, uh, the parents of Saint mm-hmm. Therese. Mm-hmm. Um, that that ten years ago I had never heard of them. And now everyone's talking about them. Yeah. And as a parent, I'm like, you know what? I, I, I'm not going to endeavor to be St. Therese. That's not my calling. But I want to raise children as holy as St. Therese. Yeah, totally. And that is my calling. Yeah. yeah. I was just listening to the Sunrise Morning Show before our show. This right morning. here on Covered right Network. Network. And <laughs> they were talking about, uh, I'm going to forget her last name, but uh, Blessed Chiara something. She, oh, she was like born Badano in the 70s. So, yeah. uh, okay, now I have to know this because actually tomorrow I'm going to a baptism and, and I've got to be a sponsor, a godparent of Kiara, yeah. named after um, and, and I'm and, gonna, Yeah, I don't remember her last name, but she, she was born in the 70s, died uh, like right around the time Carlo Acutis was born. Badano. Mm-hmm. Kiara Badano. Badano. Okay, thank you. So she, I guess, had bone cancer and the same thing you were talking about, the, the joy uh, the the words what they described in, in the Sunrise Morning Show is that when she was in her most painful period of, of bone cancer, which is, I mean it's painful anyway, but I guess it was getting really bad, and she refused morphine, and she said, "My pain is the only thing I have left to give Ugh. Christ." Like that's that's power. That, that's the same thing with right. the nuns, right? Like, right. That's that's incredible. Oof. All I and have so left to give is my pain. Spread the devotion to her. You know, if that's yeah. something that, that speaks to you, like th- it's amazing how much depth there is to our faith and how much how many examples we have right mm-hmm. yeah you can find it anywhere you turn and you know so I, with all that i would encourage I, I i don't know if everybody is always i think we come to this concept we come to this appreciation of what the saints can do in our spiritual life at different parts of our journey sure. and, and and it widens and it deepens and uh but it's got to start at some point with someone somewhere. And, um, you know, for me, it was, it was much later in life, you know, that I kind of started thinking, yeah, I got to get this board of directors going and, <laughs> you know, it can have both living and dead people on it. Um, so if, if this kind of, you know, veneration isn't part of your spiritual life, man, d- go where your curiosity takes you, right? You know, go, go, where are your interests? You know, what are your curiosities? And I, I guarantee you w- within the church, there are saints that will speak to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I remember a couple years ago when I was working in the school and I would teach my weekly liturgical music and we were talking about the litany of the saints because we were going to sing a a shortened version of it for all school mass on All Saints Day. And I encouraged the students, I said, hey, you know, I know right now in library, you're all doing this project where you're learning how to use search engines to find out facts about people, places and things. 
Go, you know, if, go find out who your patron saints are. Like, well, what do you mean, Mr. Wright? Well, your baptismal name, those of you that are thinking about confirmation, the confirmation name you're thinking of, but what, a lot of you play soccer. Soccer was really big at the school. Who's the patron saint of soccer? In fact, when we convene next week, I'm going to ask that, and I expect someone to be able to answer that right away. Who is the patron saint of soccer? Who's the patron saint of, you know, Dan, I don't know who the patron saint of medical device sales is, but you, your homework is to find out. St. Lucie of Syracuse. All right. Oh, Dan's on. That's wow, an obscure one. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Angela, I don't, I don't know who the patron saint of young adult ministry is, but... But go Blessed find Pierre out. Giorgio Frasati. Ah. Oh, there you go. Yes. See, this is why we have you on the show. Gabe Jones, I don't know who the patron Blessed saint is. Blessed Michael McGivney. <laughs> He's the there patron saint go. of life insurance agents. Well, Knights of Columbus, at least. Well, there you go. Blessed Michael there you J. Go. McGivney. And uh, I got to give a shout out to St. Clair and St. Gabriel. You know, they're, they're our patrons. We've got a lot of patrons here at the radio station, official and unofficial. But learn this about your life and uh, incorporate it into your daily prayer. It takes two seconds. They're on our team cheering for us. Invoke, invoke your patrons saints. I want to turn our attention to a, a sequence. Now, um, sequences are something we may not be familiar with right now in, in the, uh, the the post-Vatican II liturgy. We only have two mandatory sequences throughout the year, the Easter sequence and the Pentecost sequence. It's a poetic text usually sung after the second reading, after the epistle, but before the gospel acclamation. Um, but there are optional sequences throughout the year. And for the Requiem Mass, there's one called the Dies Irae, the Day of Wrath. And you say, I've never heard of that. But I actually, um, I, I have a feeling you may have. If you've ever seen Clarence, you, you know Clarence from It's a Wonderful Life, as uh, at the end of the movie, when uh, Jimmy Stewart's character chooses that he, you know, he, he did make a difference in the world and he wants to be uh, living the life that he he was living prior to the whole events of the movie, you hear that song, the D.A.C. Ray, in the Pretty background. subtle. Very it subtle is very thing. subtle, you know? Someone was thinking there. Yeah. They didn't just sit down at a keyboard and say, oh, what notes can I play? Mm-hmm. But why? You know, so I, I want to share with our listeners before we j- jump into this conversation here, just that there are 18 stanzas. We're not going to read all 18, but I have some select ones to share with you. Um, talking about the day of wrath, the final day. What trembling there will be, will there be when the judge shall come to examine everything in strict justice, a written book will be brought forth in which everything is contained from which the world shall be judged. So when the judge is seated, whatever is hidden will be made known. Nothing shall go unpunished. What shall I, wretch, say at that time? What advocate shall I entreat to plead for me when scarcely the righteous shall be safe from damnation. Now, we talked about this on the show the other day with Father Wade Menezes from the Fathers of Mercy, and we were talking about how at the final judgment, you know, when we die, we have our particular judgment right away, and that's where we find out, heaven or hell. If, if it's heaven, we may have to make a stop in purgatory for uh, purification of our sins but so that we can go into heaven. Uh, but if we go to purgatory, we are for sure going to heaven. So there's joy in that. But at the final judgment, Everything's going to be revealed. All Our deepest, darkest secrets that we think no one knows are going to be revealed. And for the saints, there's great joy in that because it shows that, yeah, you know, Adam, Adam Wright may have had his terrible moments, but even in spite of those terrible moments, what standard did he choose, Gabe Jones? Standard of Christ. Hopefully, we God hope. willing. We that's hope that's, that's what, what we hope. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dead yet, so I can't be canonized the saint, and I got some work to do. In my life. But, you know, the whole purpose of this is to inspire us to think eternity minded, that what we do on this earth matters. It's it's a little unsettling, you know, Dan. I, I would agree. You know, the um, or to put it in the vernacular, death becomes your advisor. 
right? Mm. You know, death is your advisor. Yeah. Is um, death on your board of directors? De- you know, maybe I should be adding death add to the board death. of directors, yeah. right? Death is your advisor. Um, I, it's a great Adam. When I when I was reading all of the stanzas, my favorite one in there is where it talks about, "Hey Jesus, remember that the whole reason you're on your journey is because I'm a wretched person. So don't forget that when you're judging me." I just I thought that was a that that was a great line. But um, I think it's an interest. It's a it's an interesting question, Adam. Um, because it's easy to go into the morbid with it, right? Or, or to go into kind of a depressed state. And I, I think the more that we think about it, the more we realize when we live to the standard of Christ, uh, everything in our life is better, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so death doesn't become something to be feared. And, and you know this when you're around someone who really lives that way, mm-hmm. right? Who's just truly full of joy and, and knows that, you know, um, I'm following Christ and death may come and I'm doing everything I can to, to meet him in heaven. Wow. Do you know the hour, by the way? You know, <laughs> no. back back when I used to be a, a church organist, I would have people say to me, and, and, and one gentleman, he was always kidding with me because he knew this got under my skin. They'd say, uh, when I die, I want you to come to my funeral and I want you to play these these songs. And I said, well, you're relatively healthy and young. And he goes, yeah, well, I, I got at least 20 years left by my plan. I don't know about God's plan, but by my plan, I'm, <laughs> I'm banking on at least 20 years. And I'm like, well, do you want to put something on the calendar now? Is that what, <laughs> yeah, is, is that what you're trying to tell me? Uh, but we don't know, right? No. And, and Gabe, uh, you, when you got up this morning, I mean, <laughs> you got up early this morning after going to bed late or yeah, early. earlier this morning, yeah. <laughs> you know, not, not last night, but, um, you know, d- driving here, does that impact just the way you go about your day? The fact that you, today could be it for you. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and the nature of my career now is such that death is a constant thought, right? Memento mori, it's just there every day. I'm constantly dealing with people saying, Hey, you know, when you pass and it's a guarantee, it's going to happen, you know, so I, I'm definitely dealing with other people. And, and so then it sort of puts into relief my idea, right? That it puts it in my head that, Hey, I need to be considering this as well. And it's, uh, you know, you can, again, you can get depressed and sad about that. Like, Oh my gosh, well, it's going to happen. Okay. Well, I guess I just need to be, or you can be like, you know what? Hey, we need to live this day to its fullest. I need to give glory and honor and praise and worship God. And in that, like St. Ignatius says, hopefully save my soul. And, and by living with that thought of death, it kind of gives you a little extra oomph, a little motivation. Totally. Right? And you're making me think of, um, just by saying memento mori, um, there are so many uh, saints and, and religious that like had the skull yeah. on their desks and they prayed with the skull or um, they definitely had that sense of asceticism and, and uh, understanding that this life is temporary. Um, and so, yeah, what, what does it look like? What do our days look like when we remember that we will die? I mean, I think I would live a lot differently if I thought about it every day. You can be a little less frustrated by things. Right. Little things that come through the day. Somebody sends you an email maybe that yeah. you're bothered by. You know yeah. what? Hey, I'm going to die someday. What's yeah, this, this is not going to matter. <laughs> what, what does matter in yeah. this life? And am I taking my time to put my focus and energy and time on that instead, mm-hmm. which includes, you know, a much deeper relationship with God than I have right now because if I'm going to be spending my time on other things instead of on my eternal relationship, you know. Well, this is a sad reality, but I've thought recently in trying to be more, live a life of more asceticism, Mm -hmm. trying to cut back on screen time on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I think how much time have I spent staring at this versus staring at either A, my family, my children, 
my wife or staring at Christ in the yeah. Eucharist. And I, I think this is part, That's of, sobering. part of the reason why, and it's always confusing, why do saints say, you know, I welcome suffering? You know, mm. and, I, and I used to read that about the saints. What do, you, what do you mean by that? But I think that the fastest path to appreciating what you just said, Angela, is appreciating the value of suffering yeah. and mm-hmm. understanding how that gets you closer to Christ and closer to this idea that when my death comes, I want it to be a joyful day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that's one of the values of when suffering comes into life, and it will, if we live long enough, it will, uh, understanding the value of it. And that's why you got to pray to St. Joseph for a happy death. He's, he's patron of a happy death. Well, you know, that's uh, Father Wade reminded us of that the other day, that who flanked St. Joseph, tradition uh, believes that when St. Joseph died, who flanked him at his right and his left? The, the Blessed Mother and our Lord. And that's, I mean, that's, if, if that's who's at your side when you die, I, I'd like to think you're, you're in pretty good shape. Yeah. And that's what, you know, again, I, I hate to keep saying that. Well, I don't hate to keep saying this. I love to keep saying this. That's yeah, keep what going. I aspire keep going. to. That is what I aspire to. And that's why, you know, um, of, of all the, all the things, the, the Hail Mary is such a great prayer. Pray for us now and at the hour of our death. Totally and, agree. Yeah. That, that word now in yeah. the Hail Mary sometimes is just passed over so yep. so quickly, right? You were asking Mary to pray for us right now in this moment and at the hour. And, yeah. and, and, you know, conceivably there's going to be a time, and who knows when it will be, where it will be pray for us now at the hour. Of yeah. our death. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take a break here and when we come back, in fact, I, I, I kinda wanna go to our blessed mother right now. So uh, we've got a setting of the Ave Maria for you to to get some you know, maybe a few minutes of prayer in here during the show. Hopefully we'll be back after this. We are back, and I have to tell you, that, that setting of the Ave Maria by Vavilov, um, and sung by Andre Bocelli, it, it's so wonderful because I stuff like that helps me meditate upon death mm. and uh helps me get my priorities in order and I just and have like the da's area on repeat in november you do i'm yeah. coming over to your house then yeah. <laughs> i'll bring my fire pit and yeah. then you'll have yours and we'll have a roaring fire <laughs> all right um we're talking about death now we've been talking about saints we're aspiring to be saints one of the the stages though in life to, if, if we are going to live out our baptismal calling and become a saint is that eventually we'll have to die and there's you know again wednesday we talked about that with father wade that good finality of it that you know there is a certain point you know, where we can't go back. Uh, think of Lazarus, not not Lazarus, the friend of Jesus who died, who Jesus raised from the dead, but Lazarus and the poor man, um, or the, the the poor man, and the, the the rich man goes and he can't get to heaven, and he's like, "But send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water that I might have some refreshment. Send him to warn my relatives and friends." And and we hear, well. They've had the prophets and and the and the scriptures. What what more do they need? And but can I make that choice now? No. Once you're dead, that that's the moment. If you haven't chosen that conversion daily, you know it, it's certainly on your last day, and you die in a state of unrepentant mortal sin. I I hate to tell you this. Your your, your church teaches you're not going to heaven. Uh, we have to meditate upon death because that's really the the whole motivation for knowing that. Well, it's coming at some point, and if we want to be saints, we have to be prepared for that. Now, Angela, we were talking about obscure things today, and you mentioned a church during the break, and yes. uh, the Bone Church. The Bone Church. So um, there's a Capuchin church 
in Rome, and I'm sorry I'm telling another Rome story, but it was the most important part of my life for, for spiritual formation. But I was having a very bad day in Rome, and I was really angry at God, and I was saying, my spiritual director had told me, you need to stop trying so hard in your prayer life, so just stop trying for a while and just receive. And I was like, how the heck am I supposed to do that? I am a type A person. I do my spiritual life. That's how it works, right? So I go to the Bone Church with my family, and the church itself was closed, but the crypt was open. So I went down these stairs, and it's kind of creepy because it's literally bones of patrons of the Capuchins and Capuchins themselves that have died for the last 400 years or something like that, um, all laid out in this decoration. Um, like It looks like a little chapel. Um, with different sections and then there's like full skeletons with like some of them kind of incorrupt still clothes on them like it, it's it's very dark um, but at the same time I was like what why does the church do this what's the point of this like going down here and and being with these bones and I was like well how many saints are here how many holy people that are buried here are in heaven right now so I was, as I was walking through, I was like, there's probably, what, like 600 people buried here. Please pray for me. Please pray for this, like, struggle that I'm going through. And I had this really uh, powerful prayer when I was in there. And then later that night, I had the most uh, deep encounter with the Sacred Heart I've ever had in my life that just set me on my path for the rest of my life. And I truly believe it was the intercession of all those holy people buried there. Mm -hmm. Um, that made that happen. So, Memento Mori. Yeah, yeah. Memento Mori. Love it. That's incredible. And Tempest Fugit. That's the other one you got to pair right. with that. Yeah, you know, I'm sure it's like chocolate and peanut butter or go together flies. so well. Tempest Fugit and Memento Mori. Time yep. flies. Remember death. Yep. Mm. You know, it's true and tr more true every day you get older, though, isn't it? Right. <laughs> you guys are older than me, but. <laughs> what are you looking cow. over at me? I'm, yeah, like, what's going on? What are you saying there, Gabe Jones? What are you saying there? I think Gabe Jones just called us old, Dan. There's no doubt that just happened. Yeah, yes, you know, I, I could use some encouragement now it's that Gabe. Okay. Now that Gabe Jones has call, called me old, I could use some encouragement. It's reminding so of your death. Let's, let's go to Patty Schneier for a daily dose of encouragement. We'll be back in a few minutes. Well, here we are on this Friday. It is time for our final daily dose of encouragement of the week and of the month. The topic this week has been reverence. So, Patty, what are we ending October with? Well, for reverence, it's been a great topic to unpack of things and people and how we show reverence. And on this final day, I want to talk about reverence for the Word of God, for sacred scriptures, and reverence for God's holy name. You know, it is amazing to me, if you look around in our culture, the lack of reverence that is often shown to the sacred word of God in addition to God's holy name. Think of the expression OMG and how what that has come to stand. We, we use it a lot in even text messages, and many people use that in saying God's name in vain. And I like to just want to encourage people to think about how often do you hear God's word or God's name taken in vain in an unholy way. So how can we counter that in our culture? Well, whenever I hear someone take the Lord's name in vain, in my heart interiorly, I say this little quiet prayer. I just start the divine praises. I say, blessed be God. Blessed be his holy name. And if a child inadvertently says, oh my, 
instead of saying gosh or oh my goodness, says something else and said, say, you know what? I bet you meant to say, oh my gosh, didn't you? Or say, blessed be God, blessed be his holy name. Let's show our Lord reverence by always reverencing the word of God in our life, holy sacred scripture by saying and calling it sacred scripture, the holy word of God, or also by reverencing God's holy name. Blessed be God, blessed be his holy name. Patty, that is a great idea for us, and this has been a great week talking about reverence. This has been another Daily Dose of Encouragement right here on Covenant Network. This huge upper-level low-pressure system is still here today and won't really lift out until tomorrow afternoon. That means breezy, more showers, and a high of 55 today, maybe. And showers continue tonight with a low of 50. Then, in the afternoon on Saturday, the sun returns with a high of 60 degrees, and we get a full day of sun on Halloween with mostly sunny skies and a high near 60 degrees. We are back. You're listening to the Roadmap Roundup this Friday morning. We're talking about saints. We're talking about souls. We're talking about our own souls. We're talking about the fact that we are going to die. And, uh, you know, happy Friday. Happy <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is a happy thing. This is a happy it is. thing. Because it is a, I, th- I think it's a sobering thing. Often quoted, you know, and, and I know you're not Mr. Pop Culture, Gabe Jones, no. but there there is a quote from a movie that everybody likes to talk about from from the Shawshank Redemption. Not everybody. It's not a universal thing, but a lot of people I know. Get busy living or get busy dying. Mm-hmm. And and I think no. Get busy living and get busy dying. Yeah. You know, not I'm not no, no. Let's be very clear. Adam Wright is not talking about going out with the intention of I'm I'm gonna make sure that I die today. Yeah, right? Uh, right. I'm gonna make sure that I die to self today. Yeah. But we are act from the from the moment we were born. The clock started ticking towards our death. And so get busy living so that when we die, we end up in the right part of the equation. You know what's interesting is they, they discovered that every person has like a certain number of heartbeats. I, I can't remember what the number is off the top of my head, but they've done research that your heart only has X number of heartbeats in it. Wow. And that will determine how long you live. So, I mean, you know, if your heart beats a little faster, you might die a little earlier. If your heart beats slower... You know, because not everybody's heart beats now, exactly wait the same. Are you saying like everyone has the same number? That not we all, the same, but like roughly. It's kind of like your car. Your car really only has a certain number of miles you can drive before the engine goes out. You know. Uh, I, I beg to differ <laughs> on that, you know, because there's a wide variance yeah. in that. But, but, I mean, the idea is like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. There's only a certain, there's a finite number of, I mean, every time you feel your heart beat, think that's, that's one thump that you're never going to have again. You know, yeah. that's, that's, wow, that's sobering. You know, Lord you know, have mercy on us. One of my favorite meditations on this is actually, as I sit here looking at you in the studio, right behind you is our studio clock, and I see the seconds ticking away towards the end of the show. And there's a great comfort in that in knowing that I know exactly when the final music is going to hit, unless the computer malfunctions, which, you mm-hmm. know, it, it could happen. But I know how exactly how much time I have left. You know, it's at the tone. We will have exactly one minute and one second bing, uh, until the next minute, right? We don't know that with whether there's a predetermined number of heartbeats. I don't know how many times my heart's beat so far in my life. So I don't know. So I want to leave us with this question. All of this reflection on the fact that we're going to die. How's it going to change? How are you going to be different today and how you live your life? Dan Vonderhaar. Mm. Uh, I'm going to be more patient. More patient. Angela Angela Miller. Uh, Come back to me. (laughs) Uh, I think I'm going to try to 
dedicate more time to spiritual reading and and prayer. All right, I'm going to get a skull for my desk. I, I'm that's on my mission. I like it today, but I also uh, I, I I agree patience, um, especially today. Today's going to be a rough, crazy, chaotic day. All planned chaos and craziness. Um, trunk or treat is tonight, and it looks like it will be in the rain. And uh, rather than grump and grumble, I'm going to change my costume from cowboy. I was going to be a cowboy tonight, but I'm going to be the Gorton's fisherman now because he gets to wear a raincoat. There you go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Angela Miller, how are you going to live your life differently today? I'm I'm going to talk about the fact that we have little time so that I can remember it and be present to the time that I have and use it well. Yeah. See, that's like a number one answer on the, like the family feud thing when they, you know, you, you pass, I'll pass and then they come back and then okay. Now here's, here's the other thing that, that I have lived and Dan, you know, since we're the two old guys, that's here, correct. Two clearly, old guys clearly here on Road to Heaven. the ones closest there. You know, I remember I when be, I'd be the greater old guy, yeah. <laughs> Dan, the greater, the old guy, the greater. when, uh, when Beth and I first got married, you know, we, we got all the advice that couples get. Angela, you probably just got all of this advice. Never, never go to bed angry. Well, I got news for you. Sometimes you go to bed angry, right? But what I have learned is even in those moments of anger, never, never forget to say, even though I'm angry, I still love you. Uh, whether it's to your spouse or to your kids or whoever your loved one is, because you don't know the hour and you don't know the day. And that has been probably the biggest game changers. I try to be, well, not the biggest, the rosary has been the biggest, but the biggest game changer, one of the biggest game changers for me is just even in those moments where my kids are pushing my buttons or my wife and I are not in sync with one another to say, I still love you and I'm still going to choose to die to self for you yeah yeah you nailed it adam no matter what the day's been like uh you gotta go there you 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 gotta verbally share that love with your spouse every day and uh you sleep better i mean you know whether there's challenges that you still have to work through in the morning man they're a lot easier to work through in the morning if you've done that in, in the evening yeah it's you know there are nights that we go to bed and we might be in the middle of a, a disagreement um, and we both have to go to sleep because we both have to get up early in the morning. But just knowing that she's there and that that she has chosen that even though I'm upset with you right now, I love you so much that I'm still here. There's a great comfort in that. And we can do that with God, too. Right. Yeah. Even though I'm upset with you or I'm scared or I'm um, I don't know, whatever turmoil is going on in our lives. Um, and maybe we don't really want to talk to God. Well, I still choose you, God. And I know you you always choose me, and I still love you. And um, I'll be there in the morning yeah. with you. You know, we think of we think of that that uh, one song by the other chairman of the board, I did it my way. It's like, <laughs> no, I, I, I want to do it God's way. A, yeah. well, and, uh, uh, the theme song from hell, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. I did it my way. Right. But even even when our way doesn't align with God's way, and we're frustrated by that. Like, there have been times in my life, like, God, why couldn't you be calling me to this? Mm. He's still there, and he's like, Adam, I love you. And when you get over yourself, I'll be right here. Yeah. I'll be right here, and I'll still love you. Mm-hmm. And uh, those great moments of clarity, that's a great insight. Mm. Gabe Jones, yeah. any final thoughts today? Well, I didn't get to mention my obscure saint. All right, you've got so 47 seconds. I'm just going to mention St. Roderick. Shout out to St. Roderick. He's from Spain, another Spanish saint like Ignatius of Loyola. Uh, and he, uh, I guess Cabra, Spain was the place during the persecution of the Christians by the Moors. 
He had two brothers. One was a Muslim, one was a fallen away Catholic. And one day he tried to stop an argument between these brothers. And his brothers turned on him. And as a result, he was beaten into unconsciousness. And, uh, and they uh, paraded him through the streets that he wished to become a Muslim. And they also told, uh, told the authorities that Roderick had converted. And then when he awoke, he renounced his brother's story, told the authorities of his loyalty to the Catholic faith. The authorities accused Roderick of apostasy under Sharia law, and he was imprisoned. And, uh, and then they were both beheaded, or him and his fellow prisoner. All right. So wow. he died for the faith, right? Here we go. He betrayed by his own family. I mean, that's a, that's a great story. When was Indeed. that? Indeed. Uh, well, we'll we have come to the end of our hour, and uh, we'll be back next week. Don't worry. It'll be we'll more Roundup next week. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph, terror of demons. Pray, pray, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Join us Monday. We're going to be talking about saints and souls a little bit more in depth uh, here on Roadmap to Heaven and celebrating All Saints Day. Until then, for all of us here at Covenant Network on Roadmap to Heaven, I'm Adam Wright. I'm Gabe Jones. I'm Angela Miller. I'm Dan Vonderhaar. And we want to thank you for listening. Don't forget to pray your rosary today. <laughs>